0: Welcome to the Fantasy Sports games this is your host Gil Garcia. tonight we're talking NBA basketball, NBA 2018 season kicks off October 16, when we're talking NBA, we got my man Chris Henderson, how you doing brother?
1: What's up G, rolling man, excited about tomorrow, it's the best time of the year for me, I'm excited, I
0: can't wait. Best time, exactly man, so we got two games tomorrow, we got this Philadelphia 76ers, we go up against the Boston Celtics, and then we got the Golden State Warriors, Going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder, very exciting games. So I want to get your thoughts on the first game. Uh, talk to me about the Boston Celtics and the Seventy Sixers. How those team match up and how they look in this year.
1: Uh, I mean, it should be a good match. I mean, it's still early. Um, guys are still trying to figure each other out. But I mean, these these will be two teams at the end of the year in the Eastern Conference who will be fighting for the uh, chance to get to the finals. Um, I, I I think that two things I take away. Um. Uh, Will we get the same Gordon Hayward and Kyrie back, and will they be able to um, – is it an easy transition for them into the team that got to the conference finals and was one game away from the finals without them? And on the other side, um, how has Ben Simmons um, translated his game to potentially paying, playing being a threat from the perimeter and the fact that Coach Brett Brown decided to go with former, former first overall pick Markel Fultz in the starting lineup over J.J. Redick, so there's a lot of headlines. Um, but they still got to lace them up and play. I'm mean, I'm excited to see. Uh, I mean, how it plays out, man. The competition gets underway tomorrow. I love it.
0: Yeah, and the, they're very. They have a lot of talent. I mean, the the Philadelphia 76ers, I mean, obviously Markel Fultz is finally going to you know be able to start a full season. Hopefully, play the full season if he is able to stay healthy. Uh, and then also I mean, um. Uh, he didn't. He didn't really. Uh, ben Simmons didn't really work on his shot. I don't want to say he didn't work on his shot, but I don't know if he added that arsenal just yet for this season. Um, and I think the the cats at the back. People know that he struggles um, shooting, especially from the three. I don't think he shot a three or that many threes last year. I don't have the stat in front of me. Um, so I think that's Ooh. gonna be one of the hurdles that he's gonna have to overcome, especially going up against uh, the Boston Celtics, who took them out and made it very difficult uh, for Ben Simmons last year in the semifinals.
1: Right. Oh, well, yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I mean, the good teams eventually aren't going to let him continue to get to the basket and shoot the ball from two feet. Um, like I said, I, I, for the record, like I said a year ago, I picked Boston to win that series in six. They ended up winning it in five because Brad Stevens is not going to allow, and those players, he has the horses and the dogs on his team, mm-hmm. to not let Ben Simmons get anywhere he wants on the floor, especially not being a threat from the perimeter. So yeah. with that being said, as good as Coach Brad Stevens is, and having guys like Smart, Rozier, Brown, Tatum, guys on the perimeter, like even even uh, Ogilvy, Um, guys are just physical with Simmons. They're not going to allow him to get to the basket. They forced him to shoot jump shots. He was the, he didn't make enough of them, and ultimately Philly had no answer, mm-hmm. and it was just a beat or nothing. And folks didn't give you much. Mm-hmm. And Gretch, guys like Ilya Silva, Billinelli, Billinelli who are no longer there, they need guys to create plays, create plays for them. So. I mean, they were they were handicapped to a certain extent.
0: Yeah, they were. And now you also got the – I mean, you got Boston Celtics, Kyrie's back, Gordon Hayward's back. Uh, you know, you also got here, Rizier. Tyra here, who showed his talent. It's going to be a very
1: great – it's going to be man. a
0: great game tomorrow. Be, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited. Yes, sir. Solid, solid. So now – okay, so now we'll move on to the Boston oh, – excuse me, the Golden State Warriors going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder. You got, I mean, yes. the best team in the NBA, the Warriors, everybody. Everybody's going up against them. Um, you got Oklahoma City Thunder without a Carmelo Anthony, and they're able to re-sign Paul George. So, talk to me about these two teams.
1: Uh, well, I mean, there's not much to say on the uh, the Golden State side. I mean, everybody's trying to hunt them down. Now, will they catch them? That's a that's a whole other question. But they, uh, I mean, they're going to be tough. I mean, you add a guy, you add a, a, a. a I think he's a superstar. He just he needs to keep his head on straight. And DeMarcus Cousins. Um, I think he's the best big man in basketball. We could debate that between him and Embiid in Philly, but I mean, he 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 just he just does so many things. He rebounds. He can give you twelve rebounds a night. He can give you thirty five to forty points. He can shoot the three. He's a good free throw shooter. He plays with his back to the basket. He can somewhat handle it. Um, I mean, I mean, they're just going. I mean, he won't play the whole first, maybe the whole first half of the season. They'll probably bring him around All Star break because he's recovering from mm-hmm. tearing his while playing in New Orleans last year. Um, I think that, I mean, once they get him acclimated to that offense, moving the ball, sharing the ball, doing what the Warriors have done for the last four years, man. I mean, I don't know how – I really don't know how the hell you match up with that, be honest.
0: That's going to be very wow. interesting, I mean, just having – I mean, Steve Kerr, how he's going to mesh him in. Because um, this is a fast-paced offense that likes to share the ball, it just moves the ball around. And then now you have a, a post um, that, you know, he's typically, you know, kind of like, you know, typically wants the ball in the post, makes his moves from there. So I'm excited to see how Steve Kerr brings him in, brings Boogie in, and then also, I mean, you. Well, if you if you're able to get that post game going, and then you got those shooters like Golden State does, that is dangerous. That is very dangerous, and the rest of the league, not just the Western Conference, has to look out for that.
1: Oh, I mean. No doubt. I mean, I have nothing to add to that. I mean, they just, I mean, everybody knows how lethal this team is. Now you add a guy like Cousins, man. I just, that's just tough. T- Steve Kerr has a lot of toys to play with. You still got the uh, two-time finals MVP there. You still got the two, two-time regular season MVP and Steph. Uh, Clay still going to do what he does. Draymond is still going to be that call. You add a guy, a bet like Iguodala and Livingston off the bench, man. I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, Oklahoma City, they, um, I mean, I, I'm curious to see what that is. First year, Um. now they, Carmelo is now in Houston, so now you're mm-hmm. just leaning on Westbrook and Paul George. Uh, Westbrook won't play. I don't think he'll – I haven't heard anything, but I doubt he plays tomorrow as he recovers from that um arthroscopic surgery on his knee. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just have Paul George. But I think that uh with Melo gone, I think they'll get a chance to have the one-two punch that they want. Um, you still have a big guy like Adams who's pretty good around the basket. I think he's honestly one of the most underrated players in basketball, in my I, opinion. I
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, Steven Allen, he plays with so much heart and he always has teammates back, which is insane. Which yeah. I love, you know. I love it. Uh, but
1: and and then you add um and then you add uh um Jen, Dennis Schroeder. I'm sorry, I was trying to think his name. Dennis Schroeder from Atlanta. Um he's uh uh I mentioned in my article that I wrote that he might be one of the most um Quiet free agent pickups, um, of significance in this in this offseason. Um, he averaged nineteen to six in Atlanta. Not too many guys did that this past mm-hmm. year, but
0: um. he's solid. I like that's a really good pickup for the Thunder, man. He's a really good uh, person to come off the bench with Russell Westbrook's not there because he knows how to, uh, how to handle the ball, control the ball. He was a starter for Atlanta. I think right. I think they got that was a very good key addition. And then you also they also added New Orleans, New Orleans Noel, who's lengthy. So I want to see um, how how he meshes in with the Thunder.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, J- Shoulder should come in right away, and he should he should be able to keep this team steady while while Westbrook recovers from knee surgery. Um, he's not Westbrook, going I ask him to be. They're just asking him to help keep this team afloat while Westbrook um uh, recovers. But um, he's a solid player, man. He's not no slouch. He's an upgrade over Raymond Felton, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Are you? Um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to
0: say are you I was are you surprised that Paul George uh, signed back with the Oklahoma City Thunder?
1: I'm not surprised. Uh the only thing I could say I was surprised about with him is that my Lakers couldn't even get an interview with him. Magic, but that's a story for another day. Um I think that the impact that Russ has had on him this year, obviously they're both uh LA natives. Um Paul mm-hmm. being from Palmdale and Russ being from uh Long Beach. They uh they, they I mean they bonded. They bonded on and off the court. And I think that Paul sees something in Russ that he believes they can ultimately win the championship. Now the pieces around them are gonna have to come together and I think coach Billy Donovan, who's gonna have to do a good job of keeping these guys uh believing in what he's what he's preaching. That's what it comes down to. Man. When you mm-hmm. get to these level
0: Yeah, no, exactly what you were mentioning about Billy Donovan. Um it's gonna be interesting to see how, you know. Um, how he messes all these players together. I mean, now that Carmelo Anthony's out, he's gone to Houston. Uh, it's mm-hmm. gonna be, you know, it's gonna be very interesting how how he messes his players. Because I don't think Carmelo. You and I were talking about this last season. I don't think Carmelo Anthony was the answer for them last year. And obviously, obviously, he's moved on uh, to to another team. Um, so let me ask you this: Who who do you think is the biggest threat to the Warriors this season?
1: Hmm. Uh... To be honest with you, I think it's 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 the Boston Celtics. Um, if healthy, I think they have the lone shot to take down, uh, take down the Warriors over Houston, over Toronto, over Oklahoma City, San Antonio, over the name. I think that they're just so well balanced. They have the length. You have the experience in Tatum and Brown, Rosier's taking that next step. You still have Smart. You get Horford, I mean you get um sorry, Hayward and Kyrie back, man. They um and they're well coached. Um, by far, I think that they're, they're the biggest threat. And I think if you even listen to Clay Thompson in an interview, I believe about a week or so ago, he believes that the Celtics are the biggest threat as well. Um, he sees the balance that this team um, that this team possesses, and it's just uh, it's scary.
0: Yeah, that would oh, man. That that's gonna that'd be a great matchup because those two teams. I mean, they move the ball. They're defensive. I mean, with well, the the Celtics, I think are the most offensive the best offensive team in the NBA. obviously the warriors are the best offensive team who is your who's who do you think is the biggest surprise team for this year who's going to be a surprise team
1: my okay my, my biggest surprise going into this year who's going to maybe stand out yeah oh man uh, I actually been thinking about this I'm a, I, I'm going to go with the Washington Wizards man I think that yeah I think that's a team that everybody just uh, brushes off because they never do that well then Obviously, John Wall's come off an injury, but if this team can stay healthy, you get Wall and Bill with that backcourt. Otto Porter's taking that next step. Um, he played really well last year. Um, you got the additions of Dwight Howard, who is not what's what he was when he was in Orlando, but he still mm-hmm. he was a still double double. He was a double double guy for the um, Hornets last year. You add a Jeff Green who gives them length. He's versatile. He has some versatility that um, you can hit play him and Porter together. Then you had Austin Rivers to back up um, John Wall. I think it's an upgrade over what they had in um, Tim Frazier. Um, and then their first-round pick in Tony Brown Jr. out of Oregon. If this team comes together and Coach Scott Brooks does a good job balancing the pieces and figuring out rotations, man, this team this team can take that next step that nobody's talking about. Because um, Wall, Wall special. Bill is taking the next step. He was an all-star last year. You get a guy like Dwight, Jeff, um, Jeff Green and Austin Rivers come in the spell for John Wall. They can even play together because I think Austin Rivers doesn't is not that bad off the ball. Um, I just have to see it in action. But I think Washington is my surprise team this year, man.
0: I like that. I like that. You know what? It was interesting. Um to me, I was talking, I was at the Clippers first preseason game at Staples Center, and mm-hmm. I was and I was talking, uh, I was talking to an NBA Scout before. there was a bunch of NBA scouts that that day. And I was talking mm-hmm. to an NBA Scout for the Toronto Raptors. And he was telling me that the Indiana Pacers are a team to watch out for. And I said oh, yeah. that they added Tyreek Evans. And we were mm-hmm. talking, and he was telling me, he's like, watch out for this team this year um, with the addition." I mean, they did play uh, LeBron James and Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I think they took that series pretty deep, if my memory corrects. Uh, reminds yeah. myself. I, I, don't, I don't recall the series. But yeah. just the way Victor Oladipo took over that team last year, he surprised everybody. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean you can't you can't go wrong with that. Um, Victor Victor Oladipo, I think uh, will be will be a star in this league. Um, he's on his way. Um, averages a career high 20, 23, 23 uh, a game last year. Um, was voted to the All Star game. Um, I just think that they're like a piece or two away. I like mm-hmm. Tyreek, but I, I think agree. I think they um sa- I think they sacrifice something defensively with him on the on the floor. Um, I like Darren Collison, but I think they can find another guard playmaker to uh, pair with the Depot because when Oladipo comes off the floor, I remember watching in the playoff series last year in the first round against the Cavs when they took the Cavs seven games. When Oladipo comes off the floor, they don't have they didn't have really anybody else to make plays. I mean, I like Collison, I like Corey Joseph; those guys are all solid players, but those aren't guys who can really make plays for themselves and others. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like and Tyreek Evans can possibly be that, but. He's too inconsistent for me, um, so I have to see um, what Coach Nate McMillan decides to do uh, with the uh, with, with the addition of Evans. Uh, they're gonna bring him off the bench, or they're gonna start him alongside other I'm not sure, but I mean, Indiana's a solid team. They took LeBron and the Cavs seven games mm-hmm. last year. They, um, yeah, so they'll be they'll be. I mean, they'll be solid. Oladipo's a rising star in this league. I believe he's only gonna continue to get better. Um, and Miles Turner just got paid. They gave him. Four years of $80 million extension today. Um, so he'll be he'll be there for, for years to come. Mm-hmm. And he's uh and he's only 22 years old. So it's a bonus is solid. Um they still have Thaddeus Young. So I mean they're a solid team. Coach Nate McMillan, I think mm-hmm. is a, a real good coach. But I mean we'll see. Um but they're not gonna sneak up on anybody this year. That's the difference between this year and last year.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, so final question before we wrap things we wrap things up. How, how how do the Lakers do this year? How far do the Lakers go this year? Mm.
1: I think I think my Lakers, man. I think my Lakers can get to the uh, to the semifinals. It just depends on the route we go. If we can stay away from Golden State in the in the second in the uh, second round, I think we have a chance to get to the conference finals. But if we have to play them in in the second round, obviously we'll go down. Um, mm. But I just think it depends on the young guys. Um, if they trust in their game and what they worked on all summer long, despite having LeBron here. Because obviously, play with a guy like that can mesmerize you, and you just feel the need to uh, give him the ball and move out the way. But instead of trusting what you worked on um, all summer long, all year long, so I just hope that it, um, it, it, it he, they continue to ascend and get better. Um, but trust, trust in what they built, and just know that LeBron's just gonna um, help get them better as well, yeah, along with Rondo and guys like that. So
0: yeah, it's gonna be exciting to see Lakers, obviously. With the addition of LeBron and Rondo—it's very exciting uh, thing. All right, so that's all the time we have. Uh, Chris, let the people know where they can follow you, and also you're gonna be doing a lot of Clippers stuff. We're NBA, we're credentialed by the Clippers this year. It's exciting. Yes. We do a lot, a lot of NBA stuff, a lot of Clippers stuff. So let the people know where they can follow you and read your articles.
1: Oh yeah, uh, you can always follow me on Twitter. D H uh, R Y S T O P H E R H E N H E N the number one. And you can always catch up with my articles at the Fantasy Sports Cave. And uh check out some more articles. I'll try to keep you guys uh, up to date, give you guys my opinion, um, not biased, of course, and just uh and just approach the game so you can see it from different angles. Um, articles or uh do podcasts on my on my own. I would like to hear what the viewers and people who 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 uh listen to me or read my my things, uh
0: their opinion. So um exactly. I'm just So yeah, we definitely have to get some uh, listener questions in. Uh, yes, of sir. course, guys, uh, my name is Gio. You can follow me at Gio Garcia LA on Twitter and Instagram. All the cool stuff. We're going to bring you NBA stuff. We're excited to have the NBA season back, man. Just, uh, man, uh, this is the best time of year, October. We got all the sports rolling. Now no we got doubt. NBA starting in within a few hours. For Chris, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next episode. Peace. i no.